Hello and welcome, welcome to, to The, the Smut, Smut Show, Show, a weekly podcast from your new internet book besties. We discuss all things spicy books and mix in a little bit of motherhood, life, self-care, and everything in between. So sit back, grab a beverage, and let's chat. Hello and welcome to The Smut Show. I'm Rachel. And I'm Neely, and it's just us. We are, it, this is the last episode of the year. I'm like, we are, what's happening? We are, um, we are. This is the last episode of 2023, which is just mind-boggling to me. It's also our 40th episode. Also mind-boggling to me. Also, I mean, just crazy that consistently for 40 weeks, we've done this. We've done this, and and we've done it well, I will say. Actually, technically, well, it's been 40 weeks, but we've done more than 40 episodes because we've had a bonus with Becca. We've done yeah. a lot of Patreon. We've, we have. We've just been chipping away at this. Um, Truly. And guys, to to celebrate this being the last episode of the year, we are going to we're gonna celebrate the year. So we're going to talk our reading goals. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the books. Each of us picked a book from each month that we loved. Um, that was hard. Looking at our list, so I actually started this. We like we've mentioned before we plan out episodes for a while. So this one's been planned out since I think at least August. Yeah. So I like started a note in my phone, um, which helped. But um I did it today. <laughs> that is our personality. <laughs> we have some overlap in we do. our favorite books, but not always the same month, which is funny. No. So like there's yeah. overlap, but there's you can see months. like like somebody read something and then was like, typically you, you were like, I'm going to read something and then I'm going to tell Rachel to read it. Yes. Um, but, and then we're also going to just talk about some goals we have for next year yeah. for the podcast, our reading goals, maybe My, some personal goals. Yeah. What well, I think is crazy. Sorry, I have to go back to this because what I think is crazy, most crazy about the fact this is our 40th episode is the fact that people have listened to 40 episodes of us having no idea what we're doing. Still. I mean, it kind of reminds me when you said listen to 40 episodes of us in my head, I just heard a Ross from friends going and you rambled on for 18 pages <laughs> front and back. I mean, honestly, so you guys have, have just listened to us ramble rambling on, on. <laughs> for 40 and would it plus be an episode without a friends reference? I don't would think not. so. Not for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And spoiler alert, there will probably be references to you with a view, the playlist, the usual suspects. The, um, the usual Mac, suspects. Elsa I mean, Silver. honestly. Yeah. What's all, new? <laughs> all the usual characters will be here tonight. <laughs> uh, the usual cast. Um, but yeah, What's it's just crazy to think. Years and eight. Okay. Um, oh, do you sorry. want to go first? Wait, we, or can, do you want me we can to go keep. First? We can keep. No, waxing poetic about it if you want to. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I'll wax poetic more later. Um, okay. Great. Do you want me to start? Yes, I would love for you to start. Um. So my one star moment is just last week. Just as just in general, it was a lot. Like right. nothing major. It was like a lot of meetings, a lot it's of late time nights. Of year. Oh my god! I was just so tired by the end of the week, and then yeah. We just had like so much stuff on the weekend too, but um, that leads me to my five stars, which were the good things. So, okay, guys, I have to talk about Liam. Um, Liam is not my athletic child, not for any reason other than he is just not competitive. Like he is mm-hmm. just like, Liam is the, I just hope everybody has fun. Like yeah. he is just like <laughs> happy to be there. We love those people. Hopes everybody has fun. Like he does basketball because his buddies do basketball. Like, yeah. He is just like he's in it for the social. He is in it for the social. He might become more athletic when he gets older. 
I'm not pushing it. I'm like, you do what you love, baby. But last year he played basketball and I mean, granted he was five and like some of the boys on the team are scoring like 28 baskets a game. Like it's wild, the, the right? amount of athleticism in children honestly shocks me. So, and Liam like could not even like get the ball much overhead. No. Absolutely okay, not. so he missed the first game because he had his piano recital. So he had a game on Saturday, and they have a 45-minute practice and then a 45-minute game, which is a lot, but I actually it is like a lot. it. I love that they do it back-to-back, though. But That's I like really nice. they do it back-to-back because it's one yeah. time of commitment a week. Yes, but it stops yeah. after first grade. They don't do it back-to-back. Yeah. Um, but he made a basket in practice, and I was literally – I thought I was going to pass out. I was so excited for him. <laughs> he was so excited. I feel like it, like, almost, like, clicked something in his brain, and he was like, oh, yeah. I do oh, like I can do this. this. Yeah. Um, and then he just played so good. And so, I don't know. I was just like – Gives me gives me One Tree Hill vibes, which I <gasps> have severely slacked on watching. Oh, I know. Well, ugh, that needs to be on your goal list for 2024. I know, honestly. Um and then my other five star is that I took Charlotte to see the Nutcracker yesterday. And Charlotte is my little ballerina. Um, I feel like a lot of people will put all their hopes and dreams into a son. I put all of mine into her um, to be a ballerina <laughs> just sure. because. No. Um, but it was fun. It was like her ballet studios performance. And like we had some friends whose kids were performing in it and she loved it. It was cute. Hey. Um, I don't think she understood it would be like no talking. Because, you know, ballet oh. is like there's no talking in ballet. It's just right. music and dancing. And I don't yes. – I feel like she was kind of like, what like – What's happening? Like I have to pay attention to follow the story. Yeah. I have to like infer yeah. what the story Which, is. Which uh, great, great skill for kids to learn. So She did so good. And, I mean, it was two hours. It's a long time yeah. for a yeah. newly mentioned We're doing that this sit. weekend. Oh, and uh, Are y'all going I, to like the Windspear one? No, we're going to the one that's like up by us. It's not, it's like our local, again, like a local dance studio, but okay. it's like, um, like a pretty famous, I mean, it's been our S2s or I don't know, it's been around for a million years. So uh, well, that's exciting. But, yeah, but they do it up by us and they put on a really good show. Um, so we've been, I haven't been in the last couple of years, but I used to go like every year when I was dancing because I just appreciated it. So um yeah we're doing that this weekend what did uh what did Andrew do for you today oh my god I forgot about that okay yes okay I had it on here this is on your notes I need to know what this means okay so nothing sexual um sorry disappoint everyone no um so if you have been listening you might know that I love cookies I am like what I am not a big like cake person pie person, all that. But cookies are my jam. I love them. Okay. I especially love crumble cookies. Um, I feel like crumble is widely spread enough that everybody yeah. for the most Pretty part much knows. in the United yeah. States. Okay. Yeah. If you don't live in the United States, it's a, it's a cookie place in the United States. They have these massive ass cookies and they change the menu every week. So if it's like a cookie you really like, you're not going to see it again for a while. Um, that stresses me out. There was a cookie. Okay. So there was a cookie several months ago it was called the cowboy cookie and it's like oatmeal chocolate chip with pecans and coconut and something it's so fucking good that and i only got like two or three of them the last time it was here and we freeze them so we get them and freeze them and like, okay, okay, like okay. half of one i was like, like two or three is a lot <laughs> they're huge but like they're we huge freeze cookies. them okay 
Yeah. So I have been talking to Andrew about this cookie for months and months and months. I've like looked at the recipe. I'm like, I'm going to try to make this cookie at home sure. because I just love it that much. And I guess, and so I was on this three hour call today, as I told Rachel earlier, and Andrew texted me because we both work from home. He's like, Hey, I have to go run an errand. Like I'll be back in a little bit. And I was just like, okay. okay um, and like really wasn't even paying attention. Um, yeah. So I get off the call and I like go into the kitchen and there was a box of crumble cookies. And I was like, what is this? And it was like a six pack box. And I guess they have a mystery cookie every now and then, but every store's mystery cookie is different. And so anytime there's a week with a mystery cookie, Andrew looks at every store in the Metroplex to see if any of them, I didn't know he'd been doing this for like three months. He's been looking at every store in the Metroplex to see if any of them have the cowboy cookie. My jaw is dropped. And Rockwall, which is like 30, 35 minutes from our house. Far as And he drove to Rockwall. So there was a box of six and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you got me six. I'm so excited. And then he pulls out another box and there were 12 more and he got me 18 (laughs) of them. And I was like, I mean, I thought I was going to start crying. I was that's Y'all. so sweet. This is how you know that, like, you married the right person. Seriously. He literally, like, I think cookies might be actually my love language. Your love and language, yeah. I do. And, but it was just the thought of the fact that every week yeah. he checks this. He's his, looking. And, and he drove to Rockwall. He drove to Rockwall, so far. so far to get this cookie. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Andrew, like. What a great book boyfriend. I was like. That is like the sweetest thing. I mean, okay, y'all, I have to say, he does very sweet things often. When we'd been dating for two months, he made me a scrapbook for Valentine's Day of our first two months together, which like thinking back now, I'm like, that's really aggressive. Um, and, like, I have a scrapbook too, but I think it was made much later than that. Like, I feel like 39-year-old <laughs> me would be like, calm down. Yeah, um, I'd be like, oh, this but is it was a lot. Very, it was still sweet, right? Like, it instead of a card, sweet. he made this little a scrapbook yeah. is a lofty term. It was like a stapled. Um, oh, okay, okay. It's like 10 computer pages. It was, oh. scrapbook is, <laughs> I'll show you. Sometime I will video, okay. bring it on the podcast and show you. But, okay, um, perfect. Uh, it was just I want to know, are really these cookies going to be at your cookie exchange? Absolutely not. Am I sharing these cookies with anybody? <laughs> no. These are going in the freezer. These are Neely's cookies to tie over. Neely's very Well, I made the mistake of telling my mom about it. And she's like, I want one. And I was like, I'll no. think about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I will not be doing that. Yeah. I was like, I don't It's fine. That's I wouldn't happen. eat it if you served it to me anyway, because that sounds disgusting. <gasps> Why? Oh, coconut and oatmeal and no, ew. And a cookie? Absolutely not. It's called a cowboy cookie. Right. I don't understand that. I don't know. But I mean, we like cowboys <laughs> like, on this podcast. Circling that. We do. We, we do, do like cowboys. Um, okay. <laughs> That's true. I feel like your one in five stars are like a very distinct uh, range of emotion. So yeah. let's get into yeah. it. Okay, my – so we'll do it with my one star, and I already texted Neely about this, but we have this thing uh, in our town that's, like, um, been happening for years and years. I went as a kid. I really um, want to bring the kids, by the way. Like, I really oh, want to – but not now, not after your story, but in general, I, mean, I want to. just bring them, bring them and just be very cognizant of where they are, and then you'll be fine. Um, but it's, like, a little – it's called Santa's Village, and it's a bunch of little houses, and you, the kids can go around to different houses, and it's – it's like one house is like making ornaments. The other house is like um, 
like put on by the animal shelter and there's like little cats and kittens in there that are up for adoption oh cats and kittens that's the same thing would die Um, would never have to get to leave without an animal oh my gosh and then there's like um the like fire station where you can like uh i don't even know what they do but anyway there's all these different houses that you go to in this little village and it's like the size of like a city park like a, a, a a small city park i don't live in a big city um but by the way, I'm it's, just looking this up large. right now. This park is right next to the middle school that Liam's basketball games are at. Yes, it's really close to. That's, it's like on almost to your side of town. It's not far from me. No, it's not. Maybe you'll yeah, take- and it didn't. It hasn't always been there. You should take the kids. It is a lot of fun. Is it free? Okay, so here's what happened. It is free. Yeah. It's like it's it's great. You can go see Santa. Mrs. Claus is there. Like there's a whole there's all kinds of stuff to do. Okay. So we go because they the girls dance studio does a little performance there every year. And so we were there for Emmy. Emmy's doing dance. Lainey isn't doing dance this year. So we went for Emmy's dance performance. Watch that. There was a ton of people that we know there. I mean, we live in a we live in a city, but we live in a small town. Like Brian and I both grew up here. So my friends always make fun of me because we literally cannot leave the house without seeing people we know. That's and like how everybody, I am in our area. Um Andrew Joking. Everybody calls knows me everybody's business. The mayor of our area. And yes. Liam asked me there we were at something and he was like, Do you know all the moms? I was like, Yeah. All of the pretty Most much of the yeah so that's how it was and it was so it was a bunch of people that we knew and then it was our our best friends and then our, my uh my mom and then my in-laws and like my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and like a bunch of people were there so anyway that's relevant to the story anyway so we're Emmy gets on performing. I go to like talking to a couple people. I go to look for Lainey and I cannot find her. Um, and at first I'm like, okay, she's at one of these houses. So I kind of check with, or I, I check in with some of the adults nearby that, uh, know us and nobody has her. Um, nobody's seen her. I go in the house the two houses closest to us there she's not in there and that's when I kind of start to panic I see Brian Brian's my mom has Emmy at this point I see Brian uh Brian doesn't have Lainey like I just like started to spiral then I was like okay she's lost we need like people looking for her um I think it was probably about like 10 minutes start to finish um which doesn't sound super long but it felt like an eternity it's Um, one minute is an eternity when you can't find your kid it's terrifying it was horrible and so then we ended up getting um like up on the stage and turning the music off on like the whole place making a big announcement over the intercom people just like fanned out i mean our community truly was like amazing like a ton of people just fanned out people from the dance studio everybody was looking for her finally my brother-in-law found her she was at like the farthest house away from where we were um and had just gone from house to house was she even like was she even aware she was not even aware like didn't even realize that she had done anything wrong brian had said she could go in the house closest to us and so i think she just thought like well, then I can go in the other houses. And then she determined that the lines at the houses, some of the other houses that were closer to us were too long. And so she kept going until she got to a line. I don't like lines. (laughs) So she was getting chocolate coins for her and her sister. And that's when my brother-in-law found her. And uh, she was like totally fine until she saw Brian. And I think she probably like recognized on his face that like, 
we were freaked out. Did she and cry? So then, then she lost it. Um, Did and you she cry? Just, I bawled. I was fine. Like the whole time we were looking for, her, I was really shaken up and like really frantic. Well, it's but kind I didn't of like cry. that mom like fight or flight mode. Like I told you, you about how we were at that event a couple months ago, and yeah, I couldn't find Liam for like thirty minutes, and he hadn't worn his tracker, mm. and all the kids were wearing the same shirts. Yeah, and it just and that's why we got him freaked. that watch. Yeah, it freaked me out. And so as soon as I, as soon as I, my brother-in-law called and he was like, I have her or my sister and somebody called. And, um, and as soon as that happened, then I saw my friend Lindsay and she had tears in her eyes and then I just lost it and like started sobbing on her. And I was like, this is embarrassing. I don't sob in public, but I was so it just like freaked me out and that's never something like that has never happened before now looking back it was the best place for that to happen like she it was totally fenced in there were a million people there that knew her there was somebody a friend of ours who was standing by the exit like the only one way in one way out um so he would have seen if somebody had come out with her if she had tried to leave by herself so like it was truly the best place for it to happen um but it was scary as hell and yeah. so, yeah, it was. That's why I don't star. love big events with children. Oh my gosh! And I just like I'm not. I've never been the kind of person that's been like we are very laid back people as a family. Like we kind of well, get made fun of the, for that. Um. So I've never been somebody who gets super like worried about that. But now I'm like, okay, we are just we have to. She's just so impulsive and she's so in her own little world that like she didn't even think she was doing anything wrong. Which you know. If she had been a little bit bigger, it wouldn't have been anything wrong. But yeah. anyway, long story. That was my one star. But then on Sunday, so that was on Saturday night. On Sunday, I got to have a really long – I did like an hour FaceTime with our friend Diane Elliott Graham. I'm a little um, jealous. Have some FOMO. I know. I'm so sorry. We should have looped you in. Um, we were talking books and she's writing. Um, she's working on her second book. And um, I just really value her insight and opinions. Like she's a phenomenal writer. And so um, she's been reading through my book. And so we just kind of got to have a long conversation about um, the books and the, and the plot and for both of our books, but then also just like imposter syndrome and like feelings of like, not being like, what am I doing? I, I'm not, you know, I am not an author. I don't feel like an author. And um, I don't know. It's just really good to have that conversation with her. So that was my five-star moment this week. What a – sorry if you can hear that, guys. Uh, our We have an echo in our where I record, and it'll tell you if there's someone at our front door from the ring. Oh. And we have, like <laughs> – 47 Amazon packages getting delivered right Be, now. Uh, yeah, it's tis the season. Yeah, it truly totally. wasn't a wild weekend, but. So what are you reading? Okay, right now I'm reading, well, I'm reading two things, but if you've been listening to the podcast, you've like heard me talk about Iron Flame. I'm like 75. I'm reading that really slowly. Um, but I'm also reading uh, Savor It by Tara DeWitt, um, future friend of the pod. Um, I got an 
arc for Savor It. It's uh, being published in, I want to say May or Oh my God, March. I forgot to even tell you, I got approved for an arc of Tessa Bailey's The Fangirl Down. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah I got no. an email from NetGalley today. I requested that, y'all, like four months ago. Wow, that's great. You never know with NetGalley. But Savor It, I'm really excited about. I read um, a couple of Tara's books a while ago. Funny Feelings is one um, that was just phenomenal. And then Rootbound was another one that I read. I think I read both of those last year. Um, and she's just hilarious. I really love her writing. This is a like sh- small town in Oregon. Um, he's a chef. Um that's kind of like he's recently been fired. He's like down on his luck kind of thing. He also is now having to raise his teenage niece. Um, and they get that's like forced proximity because he comes to stay for the summer in the small town and they're like on pretty much the same plot of land. Um, it's really good so far. And I just I the, Tara has a style of writing that's just like makes me laugh, like makes me giggle. Um, so I'm excited to talk to her more about it. We're recording with her next week. Um, and she'll be on the podcast in the new year. And so um, it's just been really good. But I what think are you she's reading? actually then is she not the next podcast? Is she the next episode? Maybe. Oh, I think, I think you're right. I think it's next week you'll hear from Tara. Uh, next week. Next week you'll hear from Tara. We yeah, haven't talked yeah. to her yet. <laughs> yeah, it's next week on the pod. But it's fine, Yay. guys. Um, we're just, it's fine. I am it's fine. reading Wreck My Plans. Um, and by reading, I mean, I actually haven't read anything in like four days. Um, I know. I just like can't. Um, I got to keep I'm up my Kindle streak. So I'm reading like very slowly a couple pages every day. I'm so tired. Last night there was a yeah. cowboy game on. It was a night game. Who does that? Um, yeah. But I'm reading Wreck My Plans. It's a holiday romance. It will probably be the last holiday book I read just because mm-hmm. um, I have a lot of non-holiday that I would like to get to. I have the longest TBR ever. Um, yeah. I say that as if not everybody is like this right now. But I have just, we'll talk about more of this in the our goals for the podcast, but or for reading. But I have mm-hmm. been on a struggle bus for like three months with reading. Yeah. Um, you really have. So I'm telling you, it's ever since I read you with a view, something happened to my brain chemistry. Like your brain, yeah. I can no longer read it books. Glitched. Um, yeah. It glitched. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've heard great things about Wreck My Plan. Somebody messaged us when they saw that you were reading that and said, um, A lot of people, how, when we did our, was. What are you reading this weekend? I thought there were like four books. It was like, I'm yeah. playing Wreck My Plans. There was Stephanie one Archer's. Like- Stephanie Archer's new book. Yes. Which I really want. But there was one that I didn't recognize. Yes. I meant to look that up too, and I have not. But um, I know what you're talking about. I'm going to look it up while you're telling us. Um, Okay. Tell us about your reading goals this year. Okay. So I made a goal, as I do, to read 75 books. And uh, it was going great. There was a point in the year where I was like 10 books ahead of schedule. And I was like, I'm going to up it to 100 because I'm like, I'm 10 books ahead of schedule. Like, I can do yeah, this. Look um, at me. Yeah. And I really, I jokingly say that it's because of Jessica Joyce, You With a View. I think the timing of when I read You With a View coincided with the school year starting. And I feel like since the school year started with my kids, it has just been like a marathon of like yeah. activities and auction and 
just everything with life work everything. So, um, uh, one point, like a month ago, I, I had changed it to hundred. I went back to 75 and I've, I've met that goal because I met the 75 goal. Um, but also like I saw somebody post something today. It's that same girl's TikTok that I sent you. She posted another video and it was like, here are 10 novellas to like get you to your reading goal. And she was like, just kidding. That's not what this is about. Don't let, and she's talking about how goals should never take, like, don't let your reading goal take the pleasure of reading or take Uh like the joy and pleasure out of reading. And I was like, you know, that really resonated with me because I feel like she was like, it doesn't matter how many books someone else has read because I do feel like, and it's so silly, it's books and it's fun. And we can get so bogged down and like, well, shit, that person's read 130 books this year. Like, yes, that person's read 200 books this year. And I'm over here like, listen, that's great for them. That's just not my journey and that's okay. And it doesn't matter how many books you're reading. It just matters that you're reading. And for sure. So that's how my goals went this year. The other book that people were posted about is called Sticks and Stones. What Um, is it? Okay. It is a, it looks like a hockey book um, by S. Mastery and S.J. Silvis. Um, It's a series, College Hockey Romance. Tell me less. Yeah. So that's what that is. And I don't know how we missed it, but it just came out like last week, which is probably why everybody was like, I'm going to read this. Well, so, okay. Sticks and stones. There you have it. Um, all right. My reading goal this year. So I read, uh, like I set my reading goal last year at 125 books. I ended up reading like 132, 32 or something like that um so this year I was like all right I don't want to stress myself out like I was kind of stressed last year about like I don't know I don't know it just was like made reading a little bit stressful um so this year I was like I'm gonna set my goal at 101 because 100 just felt like yeah I gotta be different I gotta be weird so I did goal at 79 I mean, like, let's set it at 69 this year is what I'm going to oh. do. Um, <laughs> I know. That is 1,000% what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I set it at 101. Um, I am at 94 right now. And so I good. really don't know if I am going to meet my goal. Um, That's okay. Which, well, yeah, I think for a minute I was like, this That's is like so annoying. Books. It's a lot of fucking books. and like. I just, again, it doesn't need to be a stress thing. Like that kind of takes the fun out of reading, which it, you know, should be fun and should be enjoyable. So I don't think I'm going to stress about hitting it. That was my goal this year. I'm definitely going to do a lower goal next year just because I know writing has like taken, which authors, every time they come on the podcast, they're like, I don't, I can't read very much because I'm writing. And I'm like, I, I see that now. (laughs) So um, I will lower my goal for next year, but I, I'm proud of myself. I, I did think it was funny the other night. Brian was like, how many books have you read this year? Like we're almost to the end of the year. He was like, surely you're at like, I don't know, 120. Cause he knew that I read 130 something last year. And I was like, no, I'm only at 94. And he was like, really? I mean, he was surprised. And I was like, don't make me feel bad. And he's like, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but do you remember when we started the podcast too? And like every Monday we do our what we read this past week, except mm-hmm. for today when Rachel and I were like, we're not doing it because we haven't read anything. Um, yeah. 
I haven't and, finished a book this week. And we're not going to make ourselves sad by making a post. It's just blank. No. Um, yeah. So <laughs> just, just I can remember there being weeks where, like, each of us would have, like, four books. And yes. Just, like, but what's wild to me is I was able to keep up that pace during a move. Yeah, I seriously. I remember sitting in the closet taking a break from unpacking the closet to read the playlist because that's yeah. what I was reading at the time of, yeah. of which like tracks. Um, yes, it does. And then the rest of that series, um, which is probably also why I was able to get through books so fast. And like, I was also watching, I used to on TikTok do like monthly reading recaps and I stopped doing them um, for no reason other than I just kind of got tired of doing them. But yeah, um, yeah. it's a lot to keep I was up like, with. how was I reading so many books a month? And I, I think know. too, like, it just like life kind of comes with lulls mm-hmm. and highs and just like different things going on. And like, even with winter break coming up, I'll be like, winter break's coming up. I am going to read and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but, but my kids are going to be here. So like, am I? Yeah. Yeah. Am I really? Well, you might, you might get into something and we'll send, see. Them, send them to go watch a movie or something. But yeah. Okay. So your goal. Do. Yeah. Your goal for next year for reading. Did you already say this? You said 79. I'm going to do 69. I'm going to do 69. 69. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to do I 69. I'll, we'll I think like, we should both do 69. All right. Rachel and I are setting a themed podcast smut show goal at 69 books. We um, should make that like a everybody join us next <gasps> year. Setting yes. a reading goal at 69. All right. Graphics girl, that's on you. Rachel's going to okay. make something to go along with this episode. If you're listening, you've probably seen it. Or maybe you, we haven't posted it yet. But that will be posted sometime this week about setting our reading goal at 69 books. Plus, I feel like too many people are setting their reading goals like 100 books, 150. Like, let's just like, instead of trying to get through books super fast, let's enjoy them. Let's Let's, savor it. Let's savor it. Like Tara said, I've sent her one too many um, savor it DMs. But also, I feel like. Again, going back to um, my personality of you with a view, I like that's mm-hmm. a book I wanted to savor. And like there are times, yeah. and I've mentioned this before, where I will be reading a book and I love it so much that I put it down. Like specifically, yes. I'm like, I need to like take a break because yeah, I don't. Want I do. It to I feel end. like it either if I love a book, I either draw it out or I want to read it. Like oh, oh. I want to just devour it. You know, there's no like in between. It's either going to take me like two weeks to read it or I'm going to finish it in a day. Um, yes. Okay. So 69er is our reading goal for both of us for next year. Um, yes. podcast goals. What are your podcast okay. goals? Oh, I, I wrote some on our outline. Um, so these are, oh, okay. That. So I would love to have Rachel and I have what I jokingly call our vision board authors. So like mm-hmm. there's just an author where I just feel like having this author on, which is like be crazy. Um, yeah. I would love to have a couple of our vision board authors on. Um, I would love to grow the Instagram to 10,000, which I feel like is totally doable because we started in March and it's over 7,000 now. So it's like, it's totally doable, very attainable goal. Um, I would just like to see the number with the K, you know? Yes. Yeah. You know what guys? Cause I'm just like, Um, I I did go rogue on my, uh, on my personal Instagram. I had like 10,000 for a while or 11,000, something like that. And I went rogue and deleted like thousands of followers, like removed thousands of followers. On because of the thing that we were talking about the other day. Um, Partially that. And then partially like a bunch of people, I think there was like a bunch of like, I never really paid close attention to who was following me because I was, you know, 
doing it to like make money. So I was like, whatever. And then uh, there was like a bunch of like random bots and like there was a bunch of um, accounts that were only there because of like Lainey's story and all of that. And so I just like kind of went through and purged and it felt really good. But one thing I do miss is when it, you're over 10K, you can't see like the insignificant follows and unfollows like your numbers don't really change Mm -hmm. and so I miss that because now it kind of like f's with my head when I lose a bunch of followers which like I want I want people who don't want to be there to like go bueno bye um but then it can you kind of like messes with you I used to have this app and this is like they might have things like this still but you could have this thing connected to your Instagram where you could go in and see who unfollowed you yeah see that would that would fuck with my head and I was like like there are things from like the 2000, like 12 to 17 range of time that are so unhealthy, that were like stupid yes. unhealthy for my mental yeah. health. And I look yeah. back and I'm like, what is wrong with me that I did that? I, um, my other big podcast goal is I would love to consistently every week be ranked on Apple Podcasts. That would be every amazing. Week. Yeah, that would be so good. We have been a lot of times and we've been ranked high. But um, we have been, we've been in the top 10 before, but mm-hmm. I would like to be just ranked every week. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are good goals. I think, yeah, I think I agree with all of those. I would just love to like, I don't know. I just want it to be fun. I would really love to do a live episode, like a live recording, um, mm-hmm. whether that's like in person or like a live where people get to join like our, our recording on Riverside or something like that. Um, that's one of a goal that I have. We're gonna get merch up and running. That's gonna happen in January. We have it like all laid out and pretty much ready to go. Yeah, we have a big so, uh, podcast planning sesh coming mm-hmm, up soon. Mm-hmm. So we have lots. So I of, think those are two that lots I would of fun add, things. But it is. It's gonna be a fun year. I just want to keep having fun with it. I think I worry sometimes. I get like so it's into so something fun. and then I get burnt out on it and I don't want that to happen for the podcast. So I just want to keep like, no, and it's fun with it. I frequently tell people that it is like one thing that brings me so much joy is doing. The yes. Podcast. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. What's up? What's some personal goals you have? Do you do resolutions or like anything like that? Like words of the year? I do a blog or- post every year of my, yes, I do both. So I do, not resolutions. I do goals. Um, I usually mm-hmm. post a blog post about them. I have not posted it yet. And I do a word of the year or like a phrase mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't done it, but I will just like name some off the top of my head. Um, I want to say no more. <laughs> um, and I want yes. to, uh, to not going along with that. I don't want to apologize for saying no. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it in like a mean way, but um, no. I just want to be like, um, you know, if someone's like, hey, can you do this committee or can you come to this event instead of being like, oh, God, I wish I could. I'm so sorry. Blah, 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 blah. Just be like, yeah, oh, this doesn't work for my life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And I just can't and put that in my schedule. I just can't fit it in. Um, yeah. And uh, that's a big one for me. Um, I feel like I've seen a lot of reels lately and like TikToks that have been like people saying how you can say no to people. Yes. Like uh, use these I've phrases. Been, I've been reposting them, which might be yeah, maybe partially that's where I've seen them. See it. Yeah. Um, it's really just me because I am 
terrible at saying no, but I'm also terrible at saying no to plans because I get massive FOMO. And yeah. what's funny and is that's I'm, hard. I'm somewhere between FOMO and JOMO, like the joy of missing out and yes. the fear of missing out. Like I yeah. love to be at home, but I also love to be with my friends or like out doing stuff. But mm-hmm. like if I'm home too much, I get a little bit sad. And if I'm out too much, I get a little bit sad. So like I'm just yeah. like I, I, I really like like straddle that line a lot yeah Um, yeah and I just want to prioritize the things that matter like reading like Mm -hmm. having slow like weekend days with my kids yeah just not feeling like the need to be like go 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 like Mm -hmm. I was talking to a friend and I was like it's okay to like not do every like we live in a city where there's so many activities for the holidays yes and it can get really overwhelming because you feel Mm -hmm. like other people are doing the polar express and they're doing this and they're going here and they're doing this and i'm like it's okay if we do like one like it's okay to do like one or two things and like call it a day and i had on my like Instagram memories or something the other day it popped up and I said something about this a couple years ago where I like hadn't brought the advent calendar out yet and it was like you know several days in December and I had just decided like well I'm just not gonna do it this year (laughs) because there's things that like get stressful so stressful about the holidays and then we put so much pressure on ourselves like I definitely am not the kind of um I feel like you see a lot of posts about feeling the weight of being the um, like go-to parent or whatever they call it. Um, And that's definitely like not me, but I feel like around the holidays it is. So like there, Brian's a lot of times the go-to parent, but then like for the holidays, it's like all the gifts are on me, all the, and like not, not from any, like he's not doing it on purpose, but like, I'm, I'm just like, let me just do it. It's just easier to do it. Um, oh, I straight up lost my shit on Andrew the other day. Like, mm. I don't remember what happened, but it was like a small thing happened. And I just like flipped a switch and I was like, I've bought everyone's Christmas presents. I yeah. Have everyone's Christmas present. I make all the plans. I get the baby. Yeah. I make sure this is happening. And I just was yeah. like, this might be why the cookie thing happened. Honestly, I, uh, he I'm brought maybe. me flowers the next day. Like y'all, I think Andrew <laughs> was just like, she is about one second away from just straight up like imploding. And it wasn't yeah. something he did. I just, it was it's like, just a stressful, Oh my we God. Gotta take some of the pressure off ourselves. I don't know if you saw me repost this, but it was about holiday cards. And it was like women. Do, it was like a husband was like, mm-hmm. why don't we send holiday cards? And the woman was like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, do, do you want to do that? Do you want to yeah. source the photographer, make sure the right. pictures are taken, make sure everybody has the outfits on, and then uh-huh. choose the picture, order mm-hmm. the cards, get mm-hmm. all the addresses, get this mm-hmm. by the stamps. It's like, it's not just doing holiday cards. There's like it's 700 not. steps that go into yes. doing holiday cards. Yeah. And I love sending yeah. them and I love getting them. Holiday cards bring me a huge amount of joy. Yeah. But it's also like, I don't think people who don't do holiday cards or like husbands who don't do holiday like, it's so much work. It's so much work. And yeah, I'm it less is. companies like Minted and Tiny Prints that have address printing. Because if yeah. I had to write the addresses on them, we wouldn't have holiday No, we like, just print them out on some labels. I I draw the line at having to handwrite anything. Um, no. I did that a couple years ago and I was good. like, never again. And like, no. I will say there are things that we do. Like, I like doing Elf on the Shelf, but we also buy a kit. So we buy a kit and yes. that's all the activities and oh smart all we have to do it's uh, first of all 
fucking genius business Genius. Idea. Seriously. Genius I never would have even thought idea. about that. It yeah. comes in a box. It's a hundred bucks, which like by the time you buy all the shit anyway, you're going to spend more. Seriously. Um, and yeah. I, listen, I have friends who love coming up with the ideas. One of my friends, shout out Mariana, is so good at coming up with these like elaborate things and loves doing it. And that's great. Not my strong suit. No. I do. Yeah. I I would be terrible if I had to like think on the spot about it. Um, yeah. And it's a hundred bucks. It comes with like 25 little Ziploc baggies. Each bag has the number of the day on it, the item, and like, here's exactly what you, do. what you do. And smart. I'm like, okay, but it's something I can do for my kids that they love, but I don't sure. have to get stressed. Yes. And so I feel like for me, I need like more of that next year. More of yeah. just like, I still want to do these things for my kids, but what's a way that I can do it where like, we're not all How can I, yeah. stressed about it or like, right. I also just, I don't know. I, I want to feel, and I like don't even know how to properly say it. I want to stop being like, okay, well, like this will be over soon and then we can relax. I want to, yeah. I want to like really enjoy the present, I guess, without mm-hmm. feeling like, well, when this is over, I can finally relax or next week yeah. things will calm down. It's like, first of all, it's never just, calming down. No. <laughs> Building in more rest days for yourself yes. so that you're not constantly feeling like, you're waiting for the next. But I think rest that really day. goes back to the saying no. It goes back to the saying no yeah. and the priority. Like it all kind of goes together. And like, yeah. so it's like I haven't. Like usually, some of my goals are like the book reading goal, or it's like, mm-hmm. like last year, a big goal for me was I want to try to walk two miles every day because walking is like a huge thing for my mental health. Mm-hmm. So like, it's a fitness thing, but it's also like when I walk outside and I'm in the fresh air, like I yeah. It really does something. Oh, yeah, to there's me. so many studies about it. So, that. like, there's things yeah. like that, right? Like, I would yeah. love to declutter my house. It's not very cluttered. I just hate clutter, but I haven't yeah. really thought through all of those goals. Mm-hmm. So, the biggest personal goal for me, I think, is just all of that prioritizing what matters, saying no more, and just not feeling the need to go and do all the time. Yeah. yeah. And that That's it's okay to just to not go or do. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, for me, I haven't really thought through, like, I don't really do like goals or resolutions or things like that um, for the year because I tend to get like, I tend to be like very invested in things. And then as soon as I realize that like, I could do it if I wanted to, then I just like peace out. Um, It's the Enneagram 7 in me that's just like, what's my hobby right now kind of thing. So I will say at the beginning of this year, I never do goals, but at the beginning of this year, I was like, I would really like to write a book. <laughs> so here we are. And you go, um, Coco, you've done it. And I am at this point, hopefully by the time this airs, it's done. Um, so that is one goal that I did make this year. So I guess in, to carry that through to next year, I would really like to publish a book. So that's kind of my goal for hopefully sometime in the spring um, to get this sucker out into the world. But there's lots of lots of steps from now until then. Um, but really, that's kind of my goal is just, I don't know, figure out like what that looks like. And um, I like your I think I just resonate really a lot with your like uh being in the moment and trying to enjoy like our kids are at such fun ages right now like 
just really trying to enjoy the downtime that we have together and um, not try and fill our days or our weekends or our uh, summers with lots of stuff and just like enjoy being together. Um, so that's kind of, I think that's where I'm at for the year. Not really like a goal, but maybe like a mindset. I don't know. And I too, I think like I'm really bad about being on my phone a ton around my kids, whether mm-hmm. it's reading on my phone or scrolling TikTok or whatever. And I really want to do that less. Um, yeah. As they're getting, I mean, like you said, like they're getting older. I really want to, like Liam came out tonight and he wanted to play Sorry with Andrew. And Andrew was like, I'm so tired. And I'm like, play a game of Sorry with him. Like, he's in five years, he's probably not going to want to do that. And we're going to be like. Just like having, being okay with some nights being like, dude, I can't do this. You know, I think that's important for our kids to learn too, is like how to do it on their own and figure that mm-hmm. out but then also some nights being like oh, okay i can i can do that tonight and I charlotte's just not that. quite at the board game mm, she'll get there she's like, close she's yeah. well like she can do like the hungry hungry hippos like there's some mm-hmm. that she really understands but like sorry it's kind of like a yeah it's a lot my kids of, really love uno they play a lot of uno oh we love uno i actually yeah. really love playing uno anytime liam asks to play uno i'm always down You're i like, love i'm uno. here yeah i'm so competitive with uno like I'm trying to teach Liam to hold on to his wild cards. Like you always want to yeah. end the game with a wild card, and he, yeah. we're working on it. But um, yeah, he's the strategy of Uno. But I also yeah. am not one to let my children win at things because I think it's important for kids to one learn how to lose gracefully and two learn strategy. I agree. I agree with that. So All right, let's let talk favorite win. books of the year. <gasps> okay, guys. So <laughs> I, like I said, I started my list in August. Um, which at the time it was funny because I had so many books for each month. I was like, man, this is kind of hard. Uh, but let's let's do January because that's where the year starts. That's the logical that's choice. The logical choice. No, let's, let's be crazy. Start let's start with January. May. Let's do May. July. We're just going to bump around. Y'all, yeah. that was a, one of the dumbest things I've ever said. Um, <laughs> that's right. The dumbest. Okay. We'll start we with January. We have the same book we'll start- for January. And At the beginning, it's a very good place to start. Okay. Um, um, we both had Consider Me by Becca We did. We did. We both had Consider Me. But this me. is really not only – the funny thing about this is I feel like this is really where our reading relationship started because yes. you posted about it and I was like, I have wanted to read this book. And Andrew and I were about to go on a trip and I was like, I am going to save this book for my trip. And I started mm-hmm. on the flight and I feel like that's really where I was like, okay, like – Okay. So the thing with this book is, first of all, it's a phenomenal book. Second of all, it's like, I feel like it was like my smut, like coming out book. Like I, there is a, it it is a naked man on the cover of Consider Me, not the new ones, but the old ones. And it was the first book like that, that I think I posted on my Instagram that Mm -hmm. I was reading of like, okay, there's this man and he, here's his abs, um, on my Instagram, like all the other books that I had posted had been like the cutesy cartoon covers and Mm -hmm. stuff. And I think I have, you have in your mind, like I even did this the other day at the, um, Barnes and Noble, one of the, uh, managers I was talking to, he pointed to a book. I can't even remember what it was, but he, it was like a half naked man. And he was like, and this one's kind of, huh, right? And I was like, well, actually, there are a lot of really great books with half naked men on the front covers. And so, you can't, yeah, so you can't, 
I, as much as I do judge books by their cover, you also cannot judge books by their cover. And I feel like this was kind of my first foray into I will like go openly on reading smut. Saying I will always judge Haunting Adeline by its cover because the cover yeah, because, fucking terrifies me. Yeah. Listen, the but book like might be great. I but it's, never it definitely it. has like a scary element to it or like a so I feel like you can but I think this was my first like hey these books that I read are like smut and they are open door there is like sex on page I also had to explain what closed door meant to this poor manager at Barnes and Noble and I was like hey that means less <laughs> I was like, it means there's no sex on the page. And then I was like, am I allowed to say sex in Barnes and Noble? I don't know. Um, so yeah. Consider me will always hold a special place in my heart. It like it was not the first smutty book that I read, but it was the first one that I was like very outwardly like here it yes. is. I feel like Consider Me for me was one book I did not want to end. And I immediately mm. read Play With Me after. And I do mm-hmm. love Play With Me. But I just think out of that series, Consider Me, we'll just like, I just don't know if any of the other books in that series are ever going to like top it. And I love them all. Like, it's not, I I don't find anything wrong with any of them. I just like, no, it's Carter. Carter. All right. So February, I had a whole ass series because I read the first three. (laughs) Because I read the first three. Now, okay. I put the Chestnut Springs series. I will say really heartless because it's my favorite of the book of all of them and it was my favorite of those three i'm a little bit meh on both flawless and powerless they're fine they're like my two least favorite books in that series Mm. but i love heartless so much and daddy cade that's it that's all just daddy cade I read Forget Me Not by Julie Soto. I had an arc of it. It didn't come out until July, I think, but I read it in February. Um, and I just loved it. It was it had she did a, such a good job of like really integrating. It's about a florist, um, a wedding florist, and really integrating like the meaning of flower, the different flowers that were talked about and I don't know. It was just really, it was, it was, had some smut in it. And then Julie's just like, was so fun to talk to oh, on the I podcast too. Um, so that was, my, that was I'm my February human. choice for sure. For sure. So in March I put Wildcat. Um, and I stand by that. I love, I have not read. I, okay. I, there's a new Rebecca Jinshat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wild book out. That yes. book is part of the reason that I think I'm going to move off of holiday romances is like I have so many sports romances that have come out. I haven't read Unsteady yet. There's so many mm. books I want to read. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I think we're about to just be done with holiday. Um, and we're going to move yeah. into back into sports. But um, into sports. I loved Wildcat. And I'm very excited to read her newest book. Yes, so. I am excited for the new one, the new one. Um, my March one was Finn Roads Forever. It is the end of a series by um, Stephanie Archer, um, who we also had on the podcast. This was probably my favorite one in that series, though. Um, it was so good. And it's one of those books that just like has stuck with me as far as like the pining. It's a second chance. Um, friends to childhood friends to lovers. Like, it's just so good. I um, would like to go back to those books. I yeah, I mean, honestly, them. skip to this one because you, you love Childhood Friends to Lovers, and you also read out of order. So I love should... Childhood Friends to Lovers so much. I yeah, just think there's nothing better. But I know it was yes. so good. All right, uh, in April, you 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 started uh you started uh, your personality. In April, I, I read the playlist because I was scrolling TikTok one night, and I was like, 
wait, a smutty book with all the chapters is Taylor Swift titles? Like, is it written for me? Like, is it specifically? Is it for me? Is it for me? Um, this is the first time I purposely read a book out of order. Like, I knew that it was part of a series, but I was okay. not going to read them. Well, I knew it was a standalone series. Like, I knew I didn't have to read them. Mm-hmm. But um, kind of. I knew it about halfway through the book. Um, and I was like, I'm going to keep going. I love the playlist. I will stand by this. It is the best book in that series. It has one of the best epilogues ever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's childhood friends to lovers. And it's just perfect. If you like Taylor Swift and you like Smut, love this book. And if you don't, then I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Um, in April, I read Mile High, um, and I also read The Right Move in the same uh, month, and controversial opinions. I liked Mile High better. I didn't. Um, I liked The Right Move better. I know. And then we still haven't read Caught Up, neither one of us That's has. another like, one on my list. I know. Like, I need Apparently, to that Apparently, he's like an athletic daddy Cade. That is what I've heard is that he's like a baseball, a baseball playing daddy Kate. Daddy Kate. So. so I have to read that book. Um, but April was mile high and I just loved um, Stevie and Z. I uh, love, I felt like she was like a very relatable. And we love mental character. health. Rep. We love mental health rep. So that was my, we April. love body representation. Yeah. We love. Uh huh. Which was, uh, yeah. So, so April was what, what created a monster in Neely with the playlist. Um, May created a monster in me with fourth fucking wing. And it's not even just you. It was like, it was like, I, to me, it was like the book equivalent of when people got really into game of Thrones Hmm. and I could like, I had no desire to watch game of Thrones. I could probably tell you everything that happens on game of Thrones because one, I couldn't escape it on social media, and people would yeah. shut the fuck up about it. And I'm like, I, I mean, have- it was so funny. It became like a joke that every time a a guest or an author came on, and they were like, "What are you read reading?" It. I was like, everybody was like, fourth wing. And I was one like, of yes. my friends, one of my friends who's not like a big reader, was like, "Have you read this fourth wing book?" I'm like, obviously, you don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> Which You're like, ma'am, we'll deal with that later. But no, yeah, have it, nor will I. But um, uh, so good. That's it. Yeah, May was a good month. What what was your make? Oh, uh, I read Rewrite Our Story by Kat Singleton, which is still one of my favorite books of the year. It was a great I book. Yeah. Love it so much. Um, it was just so good. I just, again, good. we love a second chance. I mm-hmm. love a second chance romance. Um, mm-hmm. Childhood-ish. Yeah. Charlotte has a friend um, named Marigold, and it's like very hard for me. But Charlotte is like, will tell me frequently that her name is Goldie. I'll be like, oh. Was that your friend Mary? She's like, her name is Goldie. She's like, and that's what, isn't that what he calls her in the book? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that was one where he, okay, you know what micro trope I love is secret tattoo. Didn't he have a marigold tattoo? I feel like this just happened in another book I read. Or am I making that up? I don't know. No, he did. Um, or, okay. or it's one of those, have you heard about like mandala effect or whatever it's yeah. called? Yeah. I'm like, that's um, what it is. If it, if it didn't actually happen. It's like. Thinking it's called the Berenstain Bears when it's the Berenstain Bears. I know. You know um, who I don't like is the Berenstain Bears, but it's fine. That's the same. And what's funny is my mom kept every, this is really off topic. My mom kept every Berenstain Bear book of mine when I was little. And so like when I had yeah, to get, we have she a gave bunch it to me. Brands. And we yeah. were like so excited. And Andrew and I were reading these. And I was like, these are 
They're terrible. terrible. Yeah, they actually teach horrible lessons. They <laughs> so bad. First of all, Mama Bear straight up calls her children fat in like one of the books. And yeah, I'm like not here for that. They're I mean, they're awful parents. They're terrible to their yeah. children. The children are straight up psychotic. And yeah. Um then the other half like, of all the newer Baron Schneebury books are so religious that it's insane. Oh like Bless. Just, yeah, I do not like the Berenstein Bears, and we very get lots of them. We do not reason, support but... the Berenstein Bears on this podcast. No. Um, okay, no. in June, <laughs> in June, I read in Six June. Summers to Fall, mm. which is an emotional roller coaster. It's not a book Rachel would like, and no, but it was wonderful, and yeah, I'll leave it at that and moment. Of- silence um i read i read out on a limb um by hannah bonham young and it talk about like the playlist changing your brain chemistry like her books changed my brain chemistry um it was so good i love now like i think she i think she converted me and we'll talk about this like more in our um we have talked about this in a patreon episode if you're a patreon subscriber um about uh i think i she converted me to an accidental pregnancy trope to a fan of that trope so um this book was so good it was so raw it was very um uh, talk about a wonderful epilogue that epilogue was so good it like made me sob so out on the limb was my june choice um, in July, I read Call It What You Want. Shout out to friend of the pod, Alyssa Diragatis, who is just a wonderful person. And I love her so much. Uh, mm-hmm. This book was very hard for me to read because I've been that girl in that book. And it's not smutty. I mean, it's like, a, and it's not even really a romance. I mean, it's really, I would consider it more like a coming of age, but college mm-hmm. years, like coming of age in your 20s. And um, it gave Tell Me Lies vibes with less psychotic men. Um, But I think just a really good lesson for women who, and I feel like this can be true at 15, this can be true at 25, this can be true at 45. Mm -hmm. If a man is telling you, doesn't want to be with you, he's not going to change. Like, like, and I have been that girl like I've been the girl mm-hmm. who's like but he's he's gonna change like he's saying yeah. one thing but he's showing me something else and I am just so proud of the journey she went on writing this book her journey of yeah. healing from writing this book and everything she's accomplished but I love this book so much um and wonderful. she's just a great human like she's, she's, a great she's also human. another one who's been like so helpful in like book stuff so i just love her as a human um okay my july was she finally finally (laughs) finally in july guys it took her oh i read them in february it took rachel five months to Mm -hmm. jump into chestnut springs with both feet and then i did it i did it because i was going to july i was going to july i was going to nashville in july so i was like okay i'm ready to get into my cowboy romance era and so heartless comes out on top and i like want you know you want it to be like give other cowboy romances a chance but rachel and i don't always agree on series well i do kind of feel like we actually do agree with series that we both read on the books that we liked i feel like that doesn't change but um yeah 
in general, we don't always agree on like certain things with books. And this is when Rachel and I are both this like, is no, when we're like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's that one. Um, the other – my runner-up that month was Practice Makes Perfect by Sarah Adams. I just um, downloaded it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's so good. So those were – July was a really good reading month. There was a lot of really good ones uh, to pick from, but, like, Heartless – I mean, Daddy Kate. And, like, I think Daddy Kate is so wonderful, but I also love Willa. Like, I love that character. I'm telling you, the I only thing her. that's going to get me excited to read this next book is knowing that. It's well is going to be in it. Yeah. I mean, I, we, hope. I just we don't know. Guys. So we don't have any information. Elsie, we're no. still. Um, love for you to come on the podcast. We'd love for you to come on the podcast. Um, um, I think I, I, she, the way that she like sasses Daddy Kate, like it's just, it's so good. Okay. So anyway, good. I could talk about this for the whole podcast. Um, in August, the second half of my personality came, which was <laughs> yes. I read you with a view. We had. Katie from Beach Reads and Bubbly on the podcast and she talked about mm-hmm. it with a view and I was like she actually talked about that in Mrs. Nash's Ashes and I wasn't sure which I was going to read first but I was like I'm going to read you with a view and I from the first page of you with a view I was like I am yeah. in it to win it I stayed up late I woke up early I read it on the Peloton I ignored my children I there was a day <laughs> I didn't even get work done I just sat and I read and I don't I don't know when a book will top it for me. Like, I really don't know. If Her next book, book. I hope. I, I, I think arcs are in January and I'm mm-hmm. just in her DMs every day. Like, yeah. what do I have to do? Um, Please. But Which child This do you book want? was so beautifully written. Y'all have, I know, everybody listening to this podcast is like, shut up. We get it. Okay. You've talked about this book 600 the times. Funniest thing stop. about it is that it is not dual point of view. And it's not dual point. It is not spicy. It is. It's a little but, bit spicy. It's got and it's not like childhood it, friends to lovers. It's childhood enemies to lovers. It's childhood enemies to lovers. It's nothing that and I normally like. I know. I, that's I what shocked it. me the most about it is I started reading it and I was like, wait, Neely liked this and it's not even dual point of view. Yeah. God, how much I would have loved the dual point of view on that. But. It's perfect. There's nothing wrong with that book. Um, Speaking of epilogues, it has my favorite. Oh, yeah. I know. That epilogue is so good. In August, I read The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches, which was – I actually listened to it, and and it was phenomenal. I got into, like, my witch mode early. I was, like, here for Halloween. Um, And I really – I would consider – it's not spicy. Um. I would consider it more of like a love story, but it does have a happily ever after, but it's got more, it's more like women's fiction. I would, I don't know, but kind of like magical realism. I don't know. It was really good. Um, it's got like a big cast of characters. Like it's just, it was a really, like it was kind of like a warm fall read. So it was my, that was my August favorite. But then in September I was like, well, Neely read you with a view and, uh, now I have to read. I more or less put a gun to Rachel's head. And I was like, listen, yeah, you have to read it because we need to talk about it. Um, yeah. And we need to have Jessica on the podcast, which we did. And um, so I did read you with a view in September and it was as good as Neely said it was going to be. So I was like really worried. I'd seriously overhyped it to Rachel. And I was like, she's going <laughs> to read this book and be like, it was fine. Um, no, but no, she would so send me updates. And it's so I know <laughs> it's so good. And then I just like I again talk about like gems of human beings is Jessica Joyce and my God, um, 
and the prologue for her next book that's in the back of you with the view just had me like sobbing so i i am here for whatever she writes forever and ever yeah Amen. same um so in september i read meet your match by candy steiner and loved it it was i it was only my second candy steiner book to read and she's so good i still need to read watch your mouth i haven't read it yet um have you read I haven't it? either again okay. like again i have so many books that came out. I felt like fall was like really heavy. Um, it was a really heavy month. book time. Um, yeah. So. So yeah, I read Meet Your Match. Loved it. We had Candy on, another just gem of a human being. Um, mm, she really. Although is. we haven't really had anyone on where I was like they were terrible. But um, no, everybody's so lovely. Loved Candy, and then in October I read Hopeless because we had to round out the Chestnut Spring series, and we um, did. I loved Bo and Bailey. Mm. I think this was my third favorite book in the yeah. series um, because Reckless is my second. If you've listened mm-hmm. to the Patreon, we did a whole episode on our definitive ranking of Chestnut Springs books. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I really loved this one. It was a really good, like if we're talking about trauma and mental health prep, yes. a lot of PTSD um, and just yeah. trauma, family trauma, yeah, childhood like her trauma. Yeah, family trauma. Yeah. Um, Life but trauma. handled really well. But handled very well. Um, and I just loved how protective he was of her. Um, I know. I know. And, and a good age gap. Like, age gap romance you can get kind of, like, dicey on. But they, I felt like, just did a really good job of yes. the two of them. Um, in October, I read The Wedding Menu um, by Letizia Larini. And it is another book that just like kind of took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting it. And I just had seen she had reached out about reading an arc. And then I didn't read it before it came out. But then I did um, shortly after. And uh, it was a story that just kind of like ripped my heart out where they she was engaged when they first met um and like for different reasons that engagement kind of like um falls apart but he doesn't know that and then they they come back together and her life is kind of just like falling apart and he thinks that she's like happily married and uh or still engaged or something like that and it's just they also end up being rivals um like rival restaurants. Um, it was just like, it was so good and truly just like very spicy, like good, good smut. And, and just really took me by surprise. Just a really good, like just lovely heart wrenching story, which is not like what I normally, it was like just heart wrenching enough. I was like, this that I wasn't sound like, like you. Yeah. I wasn't like angry about it, but like it made me feel things, you know? So made you, feel, made you feel the yeah. feelings. Um, yeah, I did. Okay. What about your November? I, I'm shocked. Okay. Well, first of all, I didn't read a ton in November, so there yeah. really wasn't tons to choose from. But even if I've read 50 books, I'm still pretty confident that a risk worth taking by Jessica Joyce would have won. She came out with a novella. Uh, Rachel messaged me. I about fell out of my chair. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have 78 pages of something Jessica Joyce read that I can read more wrote yeah not read um yeah. and um also how'd she make me cry in 78 pages i mean like, girl I don't just understand. has talent 
And um, she really it was does. beautiful and wonderful. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I still really want to read a holiday New Year's-ish novella, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. read this one. It's something that you could totally read any time of year. I you could like. read any time of year. But, yeah. um, you know, just if you need something to tide yes. you over until the X files come yeah. out, then um, yeah. Uh, in November, I read Unstudy. So it's I like had the top to, like, of my list of things that I mm-hmm. want to read right now. I had to dip my toes back into the hockey romance, um, college hockey romance by debut author Peyton Corrin. Um, she just got a trad deal. Yeah, future. We haven't even talked about that. I saw that. I'm so excited for her. So excited for her. This book was great. Another book that really deals with mental health and PTSD. Like at the beginning of the book, it talks about how he um, had been in like been injured in a hockey game and is kind of like dealing with that of good like not good family trauma, like lots of family trauma that is dealt with really well, I feel like, um, on her end. Um, and, and just like a story that was done really well. It's a black cat, golden retriever. Like he's a hockey player. She's a figure skater. They like bond through skating together and, um, and music, like the playlist for the book is, is so good. So that was my November read. Um, so for December, I'm not read much, but um, and I'm not done with it yet. But I'm pretty sure Wreck My Plans is going to be my favorite December read. Um, so I just put up until this point in December. Yeah. Because we yeah. are recording this on December 11th. So yeah. That's what's hard is like I haven't finished a ton. I definitely loved Eriscord Taking, which I read in December. Um, and but I also know like Iron Flame and Savor It, which I'm reading right now and reading them both very slowly. So Rachel um, and I will update via Instagram stories the end of December yeah. and we will we'll post later like what our top books for each month. We'll do a post and figure out, you know, decide definitively for December. But yes, um, I could see either one of those easily being my uh, top for December. So we shall see. Um, so Rachel, any other thoughts on the year? We have our Patreon this week is going to be our top podcast moments of the year. So make sure to listen to that. If you were wondering if we were going to talk about those, we are. Um, And guys, what a great year though. What a great year. But am I excited for 2024? Yeah. And a little scared because it's also a presidential election year. And you know what? So we'll have to like really read to escape. I'm going to, it's going to be like a heavy escapism year for me. Um, for sure. Especially because I'm married to somebody who likes to use the feature on YouTube TV of watching four news channels at once. No. He's oh, absolutely not. Alone. Um, but yeah. also, guys, uh, we still really would love to get to that 100 Apple podcast reviews before the end of mm-hmm. the year. So, uh, you know, anything's possible. It just takes 15 of you as of today, as of recording. I mean, Hopefully it'll be yeah, less close. at this point. But, um, and you can find the podcast on Instagram at Smut Show Podcast. We are on threads. We have Patreon. We have a Facebook group. Um, and more to come. Like my son says when he signs his name, Liam dot dot dot. Because there's always more to come. Dot dot dot. Um, and you can find uh, me but, everywhere at Neelikins. But you need to – and you can find me everywhere at Rachel underscore M. Lewis. Um, but you need to read – do you want to read a review of the week? Oh, guys. Yes. I'm sorry. Read a review of the week. I will read it. Um, it says, I am so glad I discovered the podcast. More books, more authors. Oh, my God. It's my secret favorite smut trope. And that is from Kat 
Kachung, K A T C H E C H E. Guys. K A T C H U N G 17. I, y'all, I'm tired. Yeah, like My words are hard. Words are hard. Contacts um, are if in. That's you. Yeah. DM us. We'll send you a little happy mail. Um, and thanks for, yeah, we love y'all's reviews. Y'all are awesome. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you. We'll talk to you next year. Uh, we will talk to you guys next year. Bye. Bye.